Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Smile, you son of a... Hello and welcome to the Money Motion Picture Rangers. I'm Shane. I'm Josh. Hey Josh, guess what? What? I'm gonna I'm gonna host a vote. I vote that we have a guest on this episode. What do you think? You don't get a say. I've just oh, <laughs> I've sent <laughs> democracy's out the window. Yeah, I've sent you voting machines without power cords. And also, know. we're not rangers anymore. We're just pitchers. And if <laughs> and if you <laughs> if you disagree with me, I'm gonna send the federal police into your state. Are you gonna <laughs> kidnap me in an unmarked van? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. But I won't tell you about it. Uh, <laughs> we're back. We're talking politics this week, as we said. Yeah, we are. And we have a very special guest. We have Mr. Peter Gray. It's a good thing I was already here. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if, are you our first returning guest? Oh, I think you yeah. are. Wow. Yeah. Well, then we didn't have Tim on for a second time, did we? But no, we meant to. No. Yeah, no, you, I think you're our first returning I'll, guest. I'll, t- I'll take that. There we go. So the format, as you know, is... Uh, I recommend a movie that Josh hasn't seen. Josh recommends a movie we haven't seen. And then normally we watch a movie we both haven't seen, but this mm. time we've had Peter recommend a movie yes. on the topic of politics. So it's going to be of, a, one of my all-time favourite. <laughs> <laughs> all-time favourite. Yeah, it's one of those taboo topics. That you always, you're just meant to talk about it with everyone, everywhere, mm. all the time right now. Because, you know, In it's so, no one's talking about politics these days. It's not on the news. No. It's not on no. social media. It's no. nowhere, you know. It's People are getting not, angry at everything but politics. Yeah. Really. <laughs> it's not every waking moment of your life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. But uh, I guess we'll start. Um, do you want to start with... Josh, what movie did you bring? Are you sure you don't want to start with the guest? No, no, we'll, we'll oh, put okay. the guest in the middle with sandwich. Oh. <laughs> okay. A man sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> man well, after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, my pick for today is Brian De Palma's The Untouchables from 1987, which is concerns a Treasury officer dealing with the Prohibition and Al Capone, played by Robert De Niro. Treasury officer is played by Kevin Costner. What do you guys think? I so this is one of those movies that I've been meaning to watch like forever because yeah. everyone talk. It's one of those. It's one of those iconic like eighties movies that you know everyone knows. That's the Palma. But I sort of refrain from it because gangsters aren't really my thing. And I'm like, I know that. But... I'm over the way we like romanticize Al Capone in movies because he shows up in like everything. Mm. Mm. This movie was fucking great. It's fun, right? <laughs> it was so good. And I'm like, it mixed onto Palmer. Some things I love, some things I don't. I mm. weirdly love Snake Eyes, and I don't know why, because it's a hot mess of a movie. Wow. <laughs> it really is a hot it's mess. It's a total of a movie. hot mess. Th- that movie has, like, there's, I don't know if you know, there's a very famous wall of, like, tidal wave sequence in that smashes through the casino at the end of the film. ILM, as in the Star Wars studio, did the full. Kit and Caboodle did it all up and then they just decided to cut it out. So that's why, like, at the end of the movie, you know, Nick Cage is talking about, you know, everyone underwater and it makes no sense to the rest of the film. Wow, I'm <laughs> going to have to revisit that one. It's mad, but it's... I like I remember it. it being just like, what is actually going on with this movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I like that one and Blowout's all right. But, yeah. but Untouchables is the one I kind of put yeah. off because I was just like, but no, it was... 
badass and it was yeah. really good insane formal choices there's like a but bit of like everyone knows the staircase shootout it's like very famous for yeah. everyone talks about like the visual choices but also the sound design is amazing in that and the yeah. score but like there's also a little bit of like Spielberg in the middle there with like the cowboy there's, stuff there's a f- it goes <laughs> into a full blown western yeah. film like halfway through yeah that yeah. The, the like the bridge the bridge sequence everything yeah, yeah. I was watching it going I'm like this is the same movie, yeah. right? Like, it's really weird because it just, but like, it segues into this, like, Western mentality, but then, you know, then goes back into being... A metropolitan. Yeah, and it kind of, like, but and you go, it kind of works. It works. Yeah. 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 I don't know how they pulled it off because I'm looking at it, I'm like, those two, I mean, I, I guess they are, you know, it's outlaws and all that kind of thing, but mm. usually the outlaws are the leads in the Western, whereas the yeah. cops yeah. are the bad guys, and this was the cops were the good guys, and... But like I loved it. I loved it, it was like the But lead. it was like the thing is it's like it's like shoot to kill, it's like the acting bad. Sean Connery's just insane for the entire movie. He's good, but he's absolutely insane. Like the whole thing where he picks up the dead guy, puts him in, he's like, You're not gonna speak, you're not gonna speak, and he just shoots oh, yeah. him. But that was really <laughs> cool. Like that was a moment that I found it was full of all these really smart, fun moments. Like the death of the the the, the younger cop, the informant not the informant, you know, the the, the big major death at the end of uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was really well done, and I mm. liked it. I liked that it was clearly like building up to let you know that that was happening. It wasn't trying to do like because a movie these the days roof. would be like no, no, no. Uh-huh. The um, the, the the one in the elevator. So oh, the oh elevator. yeah, oh yeah. The elevator. Yeah. That, that sort of like tracking shot as well. Yeah, yeah. and the mu- and, and the music's kind of coming in, mm. and because a, a movie these days would treat that as a shock death kind of moment, kind of like The Departed. Yes, they yeah, would treat yeah, like yeah, The Departed, yeah. and this one kind of like lets you know, like it shows you the hand before, which kind of makes it better. Which is it does make it better. Which to me, feels like a De Palma thing to do because of Hitchcock. Um, yeah, <laughs> and there's, like, is it Dressed to Kill? I, yeah, that's yeah. What it is, yeah. That remind that movie like that reminded me of that in the elevator, like I that whole big oh, this is whole <laughs> beginning sequence with mm-hmm. Angie Dickinson where there's like no dialogue and she's being followed and it's just, it's a very like sexually driven scene. Yeah. And then, like, there's the elevator, and you go, "Well, I know what's going to happen," but you're still yeah. like, "Oh, you're riveted!" By wow, it. like you're still completely shocked at what's happening. But it's the elevator thing where you go, "Well, don't go in there because that's <laughs> not going to work." Like, yeah. but you go, "Well, go in there because I want to see what happens." Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved how it even had like the "Let's get the team together" kind of yes, like building the team at the beginning. I was like, "This feels like a heist movie it's, now, too." Yeah. It's really weird because, like, I don't know, like, I think. You almost think of Brian De Palma being like, he's a classy director. And then you no. watch his stuff and you go, oh, he's like schlocky. As he's yeah. schlocky and like, a bit messy and a bit like sort of like greedy in a way. Yeah, like but it's like super entertaining. Yeah, yeah, I think that's like, I think we sort of, you watch, because I saw this movie when I was probably like 10. Wow. Very mm. young and like didn't remember it. So watching it was basically yeah. like watching it for the first time. Yeah. And it was one of those things where this movie is, has, is such a classic it's so well known. Like Sean Connery won the Oscar. It mm. was nominated. Wasn't it like nominated for like it was nominated five? for nominated no. For it's, uh, Sean Connery. Um, I think it had a writing award and I think it had a cinematography and a okay. score. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, you sort of like you have this memory of it being so like put up on this pedestal. Yeah. So mm. when you watch it, you go, "Oh, this is just like high entertainment." Yeah. Like yeah. it's like it's really well cast. It's a breezy two hours. Like yeah. It's not like yeah. I'm so glad, I'm so yeah. glad it was like. Two hours, like because yeah. I'm like a movie like this made today could have been like three hours, long. three hours, and like long. had just sequences that you're like, just cut this out. This yeah. was like, nah, everything is in this movie 
for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and violent. I kind of was like, how did they get? I, it? How did they pull it, it off? It's it's fun. They did like really disturbing violence through like that elevator shot, but they also did like fun violence where it's just like blasting <laughs> yeah. guys, like big Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, Tommy guns, guns, guns and yeah. things like that. Just, but like the disturbing violence, like the little girl holding the bag, and you're like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. shit, yeah. and then yeah. it happens, and you go, well. I have no idea what to expect from this movie now because you yeah. just blew up it's a, a great girl. It's kind of like Heat when we watched that a, a few mm. weeks ago. Like mm. it, it sets you up with like an opening sequence that's just so strong. You like, okay, I'm I'm down for whatever this movie is throwing down from this point onwards. Yeah, I loved it. I really loved yeah. it. And and you know, normally this would be like a crime film, but the politics side of it, like mm. the whole showmanship of the press and all that, was brought the, the corruption the of power within the police force and like right. the, the necessity to build a team that's like like a heist film, but it's like against sort of like heist. It's like busting heist. It's busting yeah. all the crime stuff. And it's the great. bureaucracy behind bureaucracy the scenes. Every time it, they go yeah. into that office with the guy, and it was like I was like, this has just got this is it's like a it's like a really great buffet. It's like a similar mm. buffet. It's got all these different flavors, and they all work well together because. You're just stuffing your face full of them. And there was, like, there was some really cheesy, like, I don't want to say, like, overacted. Like, there were a few moments that were very, the like... dying the, in the arms. The, it just, yeah. yeah, like, it just sort of... But I'm like, but it also fits with what this movie the, is. Yeah, the whole, like, old man fight with, like, Connery and, like, the older cop, and he's just like, do you want to go to the fucking hospital or the fucking morgue? <laughs> it's like, it's and he's like, well, either of those situations, I'm not coming out of as well, so I <laughs> yeah. guess I'll choose the morgue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, I, I, was, mm. I was so surprised because I thought I was going to be like, okay, I get it, but not my... My shtick. Mm. Yeah. But like loved it. I, I literally went out like the week after I watched it and yeah. bought it on Blu-ray. I was bought like, it, yeah. I want this, nice. this movie. Yeah, I wanted it on Blu-ray. I only have it on DVD. I need to get the upgrade. Cause yeah. like, it's just, and circling back to the visuals, there's like obviously split diopters. There's that in there. But, but it's like, his most controlled one. Because normally controlled. he's yeah. throwing his camera yeah. around a lot. And this is kind of a l- just a little bit Cool more. point of view shots as well. Yeah. Like really yeah. great stuff. I loved it. Brian De Palma is always great for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I think you get with his movies, like, they might not be good, but you're like, but at least it's going to be interesting. And it'll like, look he, great. Like, yeah. Like, he just, you go, I'm going to watch it. It'll probably, could be dog shit. Because he's made some, yeah. There are some movies of, as of late that are like, I want to watch yeah. The Black Dahlia, though. Is that any good? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those ones. So impeccably cast and such a great story, but it does go a little bit too far into, like, Right into like theatrics and it's yeah, like right, right. oh, but it's he's one a, of those. He's things. a vulgarian, yeah. Director. You know. <laughs> uh, so, what movie did you bring us? Yeah, <laughs> well, with I thought, you know what, to counterbalance the untouchables, <laughs> I'll do a movie called The Campaign, <laughs> which came out in 2012, directed by Jay Roach, uh, who did like the Austin Powers movie. So you know what you're going to get. Meet the parents as well. Yeah. So yeah. Will Ferrell, Zach Galifianakis, this very small town. And Will Ferrell is, you know, unopposed as the congressman. And then they sort of think, well... And then the McNaught-Coke brothers come in. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, like, there's got to be a way that we can get our, you know, our agenda across. So let's hire, like, the goofiest person possible, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, let, let the fun of politics begin, right? I love that, <laughs> like, it's advertised as this movie that's, like, it's the, the wacky comedy about politics. But it's really weird having... Because com- I heard about this movie when it came out. Our producer, Zane, is actually a bit of a fan of it. Mm. Um, 
and I'd heard about it, but then I never got around to watching it. And then watch, and so that movie came out 2014. 20, 2012. 2012, yeah. sorry. So Obama had just won, you know, won yeah. his second, second term. Second yep. term. So 2012, this is four years before the world went insane. And so I feel like at the time it would have been an interesting, because the Tea Party came around. That's the, and so there yep. was sort of these whispers of just these radical, weirdo, right-wing people. But I'm watching in 2016, and part of me is like, I don't think it's really realistic that the Republicans would be upset about punching a baby. <laughs> or punching a dog. Punching it, a is, dog. it is one of those movies that you watch now and just go, oh, this is not... I'd like, wish for this kind like, of... It's very tame compared of, But to also, really, yeah. this is not out of the realms of possibility. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. What Like, when you, when it first came out, it was like, <laughs> over the top. And you watch it now going, oh, we're living in a world where this is, like, normal. A documentary. We would, we would, like, if... If the worst thing Trump did was punch a baby and a dog, bring that shit on. Yeah. You know? Or just crash through a window bitten yeah. by snakes. Bitten by snakes. <laughs> like in, in a world where the <laughs> president has got up and told people like inject chlorine. Yeah. You know, none of the claims or the things that they say or do, you know, like the book being like, you know, the children's book being communist rainbow land. Yeah. They go back to rainbow uh, land. I'm watching this. I'm like, this just feels real. Like, to uh, be real, maybe. Uh, I don't want to live in rainbow land. I'm not telling you. To live I wrote in it rainbow. when I was eight. <laughs> yeah. What, see, like, I had mixed feelings. Overall, I, I didn't love the movie. Yeah. But because I've never been, the Will Ferrell bro comedies have yeah, never yeah. been, like, I didn't connect with Step Brothers. I didn't connect with Talladega Nights. Because mm. a lot of the time I find they're doing a satire of things, but they're almost playing it so straight that it's just doing the thing it's satirizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At least for me, anyway. Um, that being said, this movie has some really like genuine individual moments that are fucking hilarious to me. Like I, because I saw this in 2012 and very much liked it, and I, I bought it on Blu-ray when it was you know one of those like <laughs> get two and one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that can be my one free. This is great. Yeah. And I haven't really watched it a lot, and rewatching it was quite. Was, was a lot of fun. And I just, the sequence where Zach Galifianakis is being like, okay, kids, tell me what you've done. <laughs> yeah. And that yeah. way I won't get mad because it's going to come out. <laughs> yep. The way that those kids deliver their yeah. lines, I'm yeah, like, great. I was like, I want this whole movie of this family. Yeah. The son that's the escalating like, and they Because they just say it so straight faced. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And that you can see there's so much lick my dick. <laughs> there's, like, there's so much shame, and you can just see the parents being like, "Oh, oh what?" And, and then when the stop. mom, like, I'm yeah. flashing myself to Drew Carey, and he's just like, "Oh, please stop!" Like that, like the little moments, yeah. Like, and like the children's book, I thought was really funny. Yeah. Um, uh, the the ass and titties. titties. Oh, and I love. Yeah, I didn't. I was watching this with my mum. She pissed herself the whole way through. She yeah. adored this movie, so it mm. plays really well to like general audience. It's got, well, I think yeah. because sorry, I think just. Just because it's like if you don't like politics or you know just like a little bit, it's kind of like oh, this is like it's probably like what people that don't like politics. This will be what they yeah. think it is. Yeah. So they can just laugh at just the absurdity of it all, and then people who are really into it be like, this really isn't far from the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my favourite gag, I put a note of it, it's when he's trying to get him to do the, the, the Lord's Prayer, <laughs> the, the sign that he does for the temptations. <laughs> I just, I was like, that is such a niche joke. I laughed myself stupid on that, and my mum didn't get it, but I was like, yeah, this yeah. is hilarious. It's probably like the best comedic editing for like one of these types of bro type films as well because yeah. it's like it plays it so of well. Of those bro type films, yeah. this is definitely one I like. I could watch again. It's like, controlled so and well. it doesn't like 
a lot of those sort of broke like the like the Judd Apatow movie. Yeah. Like, I was like, this doesn't overstay its welcome no, either. Like no. it's it's exactly. very it's very like it doesn't have sequences where like okay, we get the joke, we can you can stop now. Like they haven't just let them like they ha- obviously they did let them off the leash and a lot of stuff, but yeah. it was very contained still. Like yeah. you obviously knew when to go. Okay, this is done. Let's move on. Yeah, to the next yeah, yeah. Joke. I like could feel the improv moment, not yeah. an improv scene that runs yeah. for like, like twenty. Like minutes. the kids saying the stuff at the dinner table. You imagine they spent hours of just being like, just say anything. But they yeah. were like, okay, we're going to give them maybe three or four moments, and then we're going to mm-hmm. cut it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even like something like the the ads, the fake ads that they do. Is he a Taliban and all that kind of <laughs> stuff? I was like, this feels real. Yeah. This is the the ads that they've been running. And like, yeah, they <laughs> Trump probably would put a porn ad on. Yeah, like that would be like that would never happen. Oh, it probably would. Yeah, it would. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think the strongest thing in this movie is the supporting cast, like Dylan McDermott. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, fuck. How like, dare they when, put him in a nice suit? Like, but like that. when he just like. Pops up in the shower. Yeah. And like the water's in the suit. O- and only you're hitting Will Ferrell. And he's just like, oh my God. Because <laughs> there's a deleted, like, there's a deleted scene where Dylan McDermott's like at Will Ferrell's house and he comes out in like just a towel. So I was like, why oh. was that scene not here? What? Because Dylan McDermott in his 50s is like. American <laughs> horror story, Dylan yeah. McDermott. But like, mm-hmm. he just comes out, he's just like everywhere. Like, he just like walks out and he was just like, I thought we were done with this. And he was like, can you just like go back inside like he's yeah. just i love that he's just you can everywhere. tell he was having a lot of fun in that role he too, doesn't get it he doesn't get it to do comedy no he always all. plays like dead serious yeah. like i mean i mean he's thing. dead serious yeah but he's like he's completely in on just how well, the lines he's saying yeah like, when he's like coaching um zach galifianakis's yeah. character yeah on that though i have to ask was he like queer coded in an odd kind of way zach, Galifian- zach galifianakis's Galifian- character well i yeah like i, I know that he's you know Married and kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> um, but, like, I yeah, like, you kind of get that he's... I, yeah, like, I kind of got that. Just because it's, of They make his, him very effeminate. And I was yeah. like, are they doing it to say, like, the effeminate things are bad? Or are they doing it to make it that he's secret? Like, I, I, it, was yeah. a, it was a weird question mark in the film where Definitely. everything else kind of had a bit more of an explicit point to it and yeah. i was like you know he he's got the lisp he's got you know he he, he minces around yeah. the place yeah. rather than everything and there's you know training him to do to manly be, to things be yeah it felt yeah. having just watched the birdcage recently i was like this has some similarities in a weird way True. Yeah. <laughs> love that movie there was so a, there good. was a twitter thing about how that movie is bad and i was like no nah, go away that movie is perfection yeah <laughs> i will not because you just like go because like I've met people like Nathan Lane. Yeah. Mm. Like, and the character has depth. Like, they, if it was yeah. just, I was like, cliche. they exist. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, like, yep. and take it from people that are like in that community, they exist. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. may not like them, but you know what? They're great to have around for a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but overall, with the campaign, I was like, I, it was weird to see my mum just adore that movie. Yeah. Like, she loves Will Ferrell in anything okay. he does, whereas I'm sort of lukewarm on Will yeah. Ferrell, and I'm not. I don't have a strong opinion at all on Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, well, yeah, like Zach so, Galifianakis to me is like I if he's in a good if he's in a movie I like and I like him, good. But like if it's like a Zach Galifianakis movie, I'm like, well, I'm not seeing it because of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I was it was an interesting film and an interesting film to watch retrospectively like yeah. watch later mm. in the timeline from when it came I out I think that's it I think watching it now you're just like oh wow like this is not this is not, it's not far satire. from what we're yeah, <laughs> it's, what it's we're, just like a it's really quite yeah. sad that yeah. this is less crazy than what yeah. we're experiencing yeah 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 so our final film of the thing my personal pick yeah. a movie that I came across 
through we were doing a Sandra Bullock marathon a spontaneous we always tend to we'll watch one of them we'll watch either Speed or The Proposal and then it cues us to watch like three or four Sandra Bullock movies in a row because we just it's our whole family our whole family just adores her and and this was one because it was on Netflix at the time we were like well we haven't seen this one let's mm. put it on we because so it's our brain is crisis sorry uh, the 20 oh god I have the year up on my phone it's 2015 oh, yeah. and it's a battle-hardened American political consultant is help, sent to help re-elect a controversial president in Bolivia where she must compete with a long-term rival played by Billy Bob Thornton and so this movie was this movie came out and it was like geared up to be like an Oscar baity thing and then mm. it just got, it tanked at the box office like, and got yeah, yeah. Tanked at tanked. the box office. It's a huge bomb on like a $35, $25 million budget and it made like, like $6 million. Six, like like $6 million worldwide. Like, yeah, yeah, and mm. got absolutely trashed by critics. Got like a 20-something percent on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. So it, it was, and everyone considered this bad. And so we just watched it because it was there. But I remember the trailers coming out for this movie and the trailers paint it as like this intense political thrillery kind of thing. Yeah. And the movie's no. like a comedy almost. Yeah, it's it's got hard, it's hard a perfect double feature of Miss Sloane. Yes, it's like when we were watching comedic that, based. <laughs> when we were watching, because um, I, I watched it with Josh, and Josh was like, "This would make a great double feature with Miss Sloane." I was like, "Yes," because Peter, you love Miss Sloane. I loved Miss Sloane. We all love Miss Sloane at this table. <laughs> we, like, we got Peter onto the podcast the first time because I was looking through Brisbane critics top ten, and then Peter had Paddington two and Miss Sloane. I was like, "Yes, this, <laughs> this guy tastes the right taste," <laughs> so he's coming on the podcast. Because uh, like, yeah, like Miss Sloane just like came and went and. The screening, like, I went... Like, they didn't give us... I don't think they gave us a critic screening. So I went and saw it in a general screening on, like, the Thursday night it opened and there was, like, very few people in there. Mm. And I just came out of that going... Like, I was like, Jessica Chastain's going to at least be nominated for this. Mm. She got a Golden Globe. She got a Golden Globe, but... And then nothing else. And, I see, I I miss seeing that on a cinema. And that's one of my... I get some films where I really regret not seeing them on yeah. the cinema. Um, I regret not seeing Our Brain is Crisis, but we didn't get a fucking release here because it didn't, tanked no, in the US did, and yeah, then they just ditched it. And we got, like, we got the, I think we got advertising for yeah. it and then it came and went in the States and they were like, well, if we're not making money here, we're certainly not making money anywhere else. So, like, I, I get it going straight to DVD here. Yeah. Um, but shame America because... Yeah. What, is it, you you liked it? Oh yeah, it was I so like. Good. It was one of those ones that, again that I'm like I I remember seeing it on Netflix, going I should watch this. Yeah, and thinking surely like it'll stay. No, no. Another reason why physical media is better. Physical media all the time. Um, so I yeah, so I rented it on um, Google, and yeah, it was just like oh wow, like I'm like this is this is really good. Yes, like yes. she is. Fantastic. She's so good. Oh, directed like, by David Gordon Green as well, who's a very interesting director. Yeah. He directed the Halloween, Halloween reboot, yeah. Stronger um, with Jake. He Killen did Hall. like Pineapple Express. Yes, yes Pineapple he did. Express. Your, like Your Highness. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What a weird career. I need to see Your Highness. Oh, my God. Is it good? So, well, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, the, no, I mean, it's like, then you go Sandra Bullock, Billy Bob Thornton, Anthony Mackie, and Dowd. Like, and Dowd. All of mm. these people. And again, it's one of those things where you go, uh, maybe five years ago, this seemed too far fetched. Yeah, watching it now, you it's go, all, this is exactly what people would do. All it's of so, the strategies that they yeah, use, are like strategies. these would all work, and it's what it, you know people it's are what, using. Yeah, and I think maybe because they did it in like Bolivia, maybe that also contributed to audiences yeah. not necessarily you know getting on board. It was advertised as a completely different movie than what it was. Yeah, like if you maybe hyped up that it was like a Sandra Bullock. 
comedic, not like, yeah, not necessarily like full Sandra Bullock comedy, but like a comedy at least, yeah. maybe it would have been something. Playing along that line, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. even like from the director of Pineapple Express. Maybe that would have worked because yeah. Pineapple Express was huge. So yes. who knows? But like it's full of all these really great scenes, these really great like Sandra Bullock monologues. You just like the bit, the, the our brand is crisis scene, the first big scene. Yeah. So good. But that was like one of those ones where she's like, our brand is, and, I was, and in my mind, I immediately had the Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio yeah. picture being like, she's going to say it, but she's like, she doesn't say she it. She said exactly. Is, is yeah. then, and then she goes, is cry. And I'm like, all right. You get a pass at that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And and she's I love how she's like suffering from from the the altitude sickness throughout the so she's just kind of like munching on chips the whole time. Like she's got a lot to do in this film and she's doing it really well and it's a complete character. Yeah. It's mm. like, "Oh, she's so good. She's so fun to watch." Like you watch this going like this is what like this is what you should have won an Oscar for. Yes. You know, yes. like not, they're not playing like, the white safe. <laughs> like, yeah, like the blind side, like it's like, okay, we all have our, there's a lot of, there's a lot to talk about with that. Yeah. Um, and it's great that she got nominated and got honored because she's great. But you watch something like this and go, this is where the energy towards a campaign should have been towards you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this is like, I mean, she's choosing very specific roles now. Yeah. Like, post-Oscar, she's like, I'm very much a big deal now. Yeah. You go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no more. And I think they geared up to be an Oscar bait release. And I'm wondering if that contributed to why people reacted badly. But it's not so much that people don't think much of this movie. People, like, despise yeah. this movie. They loathe that they talk about it being bad and the performance being terrible. I'm like, what movie were yeah, you Yeah, what watching? are they watching? Yeah. Like, what are they paying it's, attention to? It's like, good. It and it's sense. visually, it's really fascinating because it's, you would think they could just pull off like an all handheld kind of aesthetic mm. on this. But he, it, and I thought, yeah. like from my memory of it, I thought, oh, that's what it was. But then I'm watching it with Josh. I'm like, oh no, there's a lot of really interesting stylistic choices, zoom lenses at just the right place. Like he's, He's using all the tools at his command. It's got a really interesting color palette. It was, I was, I just, I'm baffled why people don't like this movie because I, I genuinely think more people should watch it for it, one. It, it felt like almost like this is like a, what is, like, this is like a Steven Soderbergh movie. Yes, yes, 100%. Yes. Without being like a Steven Soderbergh movie. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Without going too far past it. A great supporting cast and <sighs> Dowd, even the, the guy who played the, um, the, uh, the presidential candidate. Um, really Joaquin Diamelda, I think I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> um, it was, and, and Billy Bob Thornton's really great because he's not. He's someone that I'm like, <laughs> I have like I like Billy Bob Thornton, and then other times I really don't like. But I mean, like Bad Santa, yeah. <laughs> one of the greatest things ever. <laughs> um, but in this movie, I'm like, he is like he knows he's a deplorable person, but he's owning up to it. Yeah. Whereas the way that he yeah. talks to Sandra Bullock is kind of like, you're just like me. You just don't want to. Admit it, yeah. you know, and like you can almost see her being like, "I am just as bad as this guy, but I don't want to. I don't want to do that." <laughs> the scene where she moons him out the bus. Oh my god, utter perfection! When they just like pay the bus driver, and he's just like, "It's like this so bus race in the middle of the movie, and it's this, you know, the soundtrack. There's like the the party montage. Yeah. Like it's got all these moments that should be really incongruous yeah. to the tone of the film, but then it ends on like a really somber note, and yeah. I was just like, "Yes, this mm. is a really great." place to end it you know where she's walking through the crowd and, the and also and like all of your tactics worked but then to what end yeah to like what, you yeah, just, like you just the guy like, is like, a bad person yeah like, like yeah. and it's really showing that it's like they can you can do amazing work for someone to get them where they need to be believing that they're going to be the change that you say they're going to be but you know the whole time like he's not going to be 
what yeah. we want him to be. But and part of you knows that throughout the whole, whole thing. You're like, yeah. he's not going to change, but you go, but maybe. But then I think if he did change, it would be like, cop out. Like, that's... Mm. Yeah. Don't, like... That's the yeah. happy ending that yeah. we... She wouldn't have grow fever. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's the happy ending yeah. that, like, I think audiences want. But then if they got it, they'd also be like, well, that would never happen. You'd be like, well, then the reality is what you don't like either. So just choose one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But overall, really interesting politics as, like, high entertainment politics as, like, slapstick comedy. And the politics is sort of a grounded... Not, but not your usual choices, so I'm yeah. happy with all of us. Yeah, you like, yeah. politics, yeah. it'd be yeah. something like, you know, JFK or, yeah. you know, one yeah. of those movies, which I do need to watch that one at some point, but I just need to spare three and a half hours. <laughs> J. Edgar, but don't watch That's J. a terrible oh. movie. Thank you. It's so bad. bad. <sighs> Army <sighs> Hammer in old man makeup was not... All of it. All, all DiCaprio like, and all makeup. I think everyone sort of forgets you. Like, this is the DiCaprio movie that, like, just has been pushed by the wayside. Yeah. And mm. fair enough. But yeah. I'm glad that there wasn't... Like, yeah, like, nothing wrong with JFK. But, like, I'm glad that there wasn't the typical... Politics. Epic political movies. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. we had, you know, these all three little, very different movies that also, again, retrospectively go, well, <laughs> you know... Yeah. Hey. Yeah. They, this, don't, these, they don't look at it all. They don't lionize politics. In, in a no, way, like all yeah. of them look at the corruption going on underneath in different yeah. ways as yeah. well. Which, which is, yeah, which is like, which is what politics is. Like, you know, the public get, well, more so now the public are seeing how bad everything is. But, you know, mm. two years ago we were getting just the sheen. You get all of the nice stuff or all of the bad stuff towards the opponent. Now it's like, well, even the winner is the bad guy. Yeah. So, you yeah. know. It's, have you seen the settle for Biden ads yeah. at the moment? They're like, he won't inject you with chlorine. Yeah. You know, uh, do you have any political films you love? Like any other ones that you like? Yes, this is a go-to <sighs> great one. It was funny because after I watched the campaign, I watched no, I watched Booksmart, and then I watched Starship Troopers, and oh, I was yes. like, I need Starship Troopers so is true. very much a political movie. Yeah, and it's funny because that came out in ninety-seven, yeah. and it. I still haven't seen one it. Of those, I've been meaning to. It was one of those ones that, like, everyone just, like, it critically slaughtered. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, it's... They missed it's, the it's, satire. That's it. You watch it now it going, is, how is this not anything it's but Paul satire? Verhoeven. He did Robocop. Robocop and Sergeant Juice are both so yeah. heavily politicised. Apparently, apparently the opening sequence is shot for shot from a Frank Capra war propaganda film called mm. Why We Fight. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, they told us that in film school. And, so I was um, like, I should watch this. And I still haven't watched it. And like, it. you know, all throughout the movie, there are these big, there are these big like campaign ads of like, mm. what can we do for you? Like bugs are the way to like, bugs are going to kill us all. Like, and then you've got like police officers, like giving guns to kids being like, all, you know, yeah. ha- and it's like, <laughs> I don't understand how, like, I was like, I saw this when I was 12 mm. and I understood that it was yeah. satire. Yeah. So, but watching it again now, I was like, "This movie is great." Okay, I need uh, to. I it's need like, to move it's it up. Ridic- like it's ridiculous, and you got well. I'm not meant to believe that Casper Van Dien and Denise Richards are high schoolers. Yeah, no. But you know what? <laughs> I'll forgive it. Um, yeah, just. I need to see more of you. I still haven't seen Showgirls. That's one I, I need to <sighs> experience. <laughs> I'm watching that. T- I'm watching that tomorrow. There's a actually. documentary that came out about that. Already. Yeah, I think. I think my. I love, you know, Miss Sloan we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, Miss Sloan's my too. I adore Miss Sloan. Yeah. Do I enjoy any other, like, presidential movie? Not really. Secret Honor? Oh, Secret Honor, yeah. Because we've which done for Power. About, we we yeah. did that um, last episode talking yeah. about Power. Yeah. Um, we did this, 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 it's Philip Baker Hall in a, yeah. in, a, in a room on his own being Richard Nixon going nuts. And yeah. it's 
fucking Not even like any voices. It's just him. Just wow, him. Okay. And it is because he's d- dictating a memo and then it turns into this tirade and it's actually a really fucking yeah, great a movie. Tight 90 minutes based on the play, but this, it's nice. sort of Robert Altman Phil- movie. Philip Baker Hall is... Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. No one says shit dick like he does. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they count the shits and fire it up. But yes, so thank you so much, Peter, for coming on and no bringing worries. interesting you. movies. If you guys, if our listeners have any interesting politics movies, feel free to mention to us on social media or on Twitter and Instagram at Picture Rangers. We're on Facebook at the Money Motion Picture Rangers. You can email us at motionpicturerangers at gmail.com. If you have a triple feature, we might read it out on the podcast if we get any sent to us, <laughs> which we haven't so far. So who wants to be the first one? Uh, where can people find you, Peter? They can find me on Twitter at RatedPDG. I am also on The Rotten Tomatoes, Peter Gray, J-R-A-Y. Yes, it, which oh, we should have introduced you as Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes Certified hey, Film Critic. I mean, <laughs> don't fawn over me, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but no, that was, that, was a, that was a great day learning that one, so yeah. That's cool, and and um, I'm very online at Shane M underscore Anderson. Although I just recently cleared my Twitter feed, you did you cleaned up? <laughs> I saw that Lindsay Ellis video, and I'm like, yes, I'm going to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> About like not having right wing trolls dig through your tweet history, find yeah. something to take out of context. I'm yeah, like, yep. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm fine. I think I've just like ins- you tweet about movies. I tweet about movies. That's mm. about it. Yeah, and every yeah. now and then something about Britney Spears because. <laughs> Queen. Hashtag Crossroads underrated. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh? And I'm on Twitter at that Josh Rigrig underscore. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you again next week. And you find this and more other great podcasts at that's not canon.com. You can also listen to us on Spotify. Our Spotify numbers are like zero at the moment. So if you want to listen to us there, do that. <laughs> yeah. Pick us up. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you again next time. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>